Welcome into the STG Fitness Podcast. I'm Andrew Clark, joined with Jesse Warden and Grant Argelon, Monday, May 16th. How are you guys doing? I'm good. You good? Can't complain. Less, less than two weeks out from nationals now. Yeah, I think both of us are like two weeks out from a meet. Obviously, my meet is way, way less important than yours. Mine's like at a random gym and yours is nationals. Yeah. Hey, the Clark Classic V3. Got, you got to yeah. stay tuned for that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping to do one here in July, but that's topic for another time. But I guess we'll start off like we always do and just say, you know, talk about our weeks and say how we're doing. So we'll start with Jesse. How was your week? Busy. Busy for sure. Um, we just had our first week of uh, spring football. Um, we opened up part of our camp. There's a whole California uh, rule where if you're, if you're not in high school, you can't participate in high school practices until you graduate junior high or eighth grade. So we wanted to open it up to younger athletes because we don't have a youth football program anymore. Um, so like for hour and a half to two hours before our high school practice, we had kids from like second grade to eighth grade. So it was a very wide age range. Um, some of the younger kids, maybe a little bit too young. Um, I think next year we keep it to like fifth grade and up was pretty good. But eighth graders did really good. Some really exciting kids that are, you know, athletic. Route running is pretty good. Some big kids that will help us on the line in the future and stuff like that. So that was exciting. Um, high school practices went really well. Had a few new faces, which is exciting. And then. Uh, we just start rolling. We, we just went right into our playbook, um, picking it up from last season. Um, we had a really great last season, so there's a lot of expectations for us to do well again. Um, so we'll see what happens. We got one more week of spring ball next week, and then I'll be uh, doing some traveling between um, going to Colorado as well as to uh, Tennessee and then Georgia for the uh, – the national meet for grant. I'm super excited for that. Uh, just really quick training for myself has been going pretty well, even though I've been busy with coaching. Um, I think tomorrow, I think marks 12 weeks out for my weightlifting competition in August. That's where, that's where my timeline is at. So just, just continuing to progress each week. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken to your fresh 25 well i know it was your birthday but you're 25 now right he has it last week yeah nice nice grant how about you how was your week we're good i think we're all stacking up the years here i got my birthday is next week so dude it, until it 24 was, it's like man we'll it was kind of funny last week when some of the kids were like coach it's your birthday right and i was like yeah how does it feel to be old at 25 and i was like <laughs> you know kind of laughed and i was like I don't know. I'll let you know after I lift. I'm not going to lie. When I lifted, I was pretty stiff. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, I mean, everything. I feel like since the last time we recorded, a lot has kind of changed for me. Um, I got a new job opportunity that uh, it's a fantastic blessing in my life. And so a lot's going on at the moment. And, you know, a lot more is going on than I would like heading into a national meet. But um, I think with having experience in competing, um, I've learned what I need to do to stay disciplined and to eliminate factors 
um, externally to really get in the way of my training. So I, I've done a fantastic job of really stay, staying like level-headed, um, keeping a good mindset. And like overall, just every aspect of my life has just been fantastic. Like lifting, I mean, numbers are moving like they've never had before. I, Jesse and I kind of formulated a game plan and, you know, there's some numbers on there that um, if they hit, it's going to be a lot of hard work being paid off coming up here pretty soon. But Yep, sporting the playoff beard. I'm gonna run it through um, the national championship and get a fresh sh- shave in. But uh, yeah, new looks. Just excited. Same grind. Um, just, again, very honored to be able to compete at the national championship. So, uh, looking forward to meeting a lot of people and then also uh, putting the best package forward and hopefully putting a good placing up there too. Nice. Yeah, I've been seeing you putting in some major work on, on Instagram, on your stories and then looks like numbers are flying. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I, I'm kind of scared. I don't know if I'm going to catch some flack for using bumper plates today, but uh, uh, we're going to get back to the steel plate grind later this week. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of me, yeah, it has been a while since we've been on here just with a lot going on and us switching to the every other week schedule, but yeah, it's been good. I, Went, got got a chance to go out to the Cubs-Diamondbacks game here in Arizona. And they lost like usual, but it was cool to see that. And then in terms of lifting, man, like everything's been going really well. And I, I second everything Grant has said. You know, I've been doing a lot of heavy singles, a lot of heavy doubles, and the numbers are moving like they never have. And, I mean, I was at the gym with a buddy who, you know, he's not into powerlifting, but he, he does his own thing, and he'll spot me or film me or whatever. And, I've been trying to stay off Instagram with the, with the posts a little bit. I'm going to compile one big post at the end, just kind of staying off the grid, grinding behind the scenes for, for this prep. That's just kind of something I wanted to do. So he's in there and he's saying, man, dude, it's looking real good. And I, I said to him, I'm like, you know, I just, I just got a year older too. I'm not old by any means. I'm 24, but you know, I feel like I'm, I'm 19 the way this is moving and the body feels really good. So I'm, I'm just feeling amazing and I'm looking forward to hoping, hopefully putting up some higher PRs. I know last meet I was a little bummed out. I did get PRs, but they were only like five, 10 pounds. And, you know, for bench, that's a lot, but for squat and deadlift, I was hoping to have a better outing. So hopefully I can carry that momentum in and, and peak at the right time. But me and Jesse are, are planning some stuff and I, I think it's going to be good. I had a little bit of a cold this week, kind of came out of nowhere and it was weird because I never get sick this time of year. It's usually the same time of year every year, you know, November and March. So it wasn't anything bad, but it didn't affect lifting at all, but it was enough to be annoying. So just pushing through that and just the same old school grind. So everything's been going well. And um, yeah, a lot of big things going on here with, with STG. Awesome. Good to hear. But uh, talking about the topic, it was perfect because Grant was talking about a lot of stuff going on and the elements going on with, you know, a new job opportunity. And, you know, he, I know he moved into a new house recently and just a lot going on in in the midst of a national championship prep. So I think, I mean, obviously we're going to get Jesse's opinion too, but I think Grant's a good person to go through for the first topic. Cause I think of the biggest thing when you're, you know, lifting, running, doing whatever it is you're doing is not only eliminating distractions, but not worrying about the elements. A lot of people say, Oh, it's too hot it's too cold. I've got a lot going on. I'm busy with school, whatever it might be. And a lot of times we need to just stop worrying about, about all that and just get to grinding and get in the gym and get after it. And Grant's embodied that a lot. So I just want to hear kind of what your thoughts are about that. And then, you know, we can go to Jesse if he has something to add. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
especially, you know, as electric, like as, when you're planning for something like a national championship, I mean, anything in life, um, you don't in, intentionally try to sabotage yourself by putting those factors in and like trying to make life a little stressful. Um, a lot of the decisions and stuff like that kind of came up out of nowhere. Um, and I just kind of had to roll with the punches. Um, you know, I've had my fair share of, you know, I've walked into a couple SBD days, actually one SBD day in particular. Um, it was the sun. I had moved on a Thursday and then went in on a Sunday to go do an SBD day. And I was, I was deadlifting and I went to go pull like four thirty-five, and it barely left the ground. Like it felt heavy. Um, my, my personal self probably a year ago, I would have been like, I need to change all this. Like I need, I'm freaking out. Like the, the preps messed up. I mean, initially, like I was, I was like, this is really weird. Um, I have to give a huge shout out to Michaela because she keeps me uh, level-minded a lot of times when, you know, a lift may not have gone the best I it could have gone. Um, but ultimately, um, you know, a lot of this prep has, again, it, it, it comes with discipline um, at the end of the day. A lot of it comes with the consistency that I've developed over the years um, has allowed me to handle factors like this and not allow it to really affect what I'm trying to do or accomplish. Um, but, you know, I have my days. I think everybody has those days. And I think a lot of times you can't ride those highs and lows. You know, I follow a lot of um, influencers kind of like, I, I love the guys like Jamal Browner, like Russ Swole. Um, I've kind of, I just recently started like catching up with like C-Bum and just watching their mindset, like their attitude of like how they go about life, how they go into the gym and just take care of business. Um, you know, I try to emulate that, but I also kind of make it a little bit of my own. Um, and again, like, you know, you talk about excuses. I mean, there's things that just naturally happen. Like things aren't going to always go your way. I mean, that's just life. Um, but at the end of the day, you just have to trust, you know, your grind, your, your work ethic, and uh, just keep that positive mindset moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. You said that pretty well. Um, life happens. Um, there's always going to be highs and lows every single day, but it's more so the mindset and the actions that you take. What, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to focus on the negative things and beat down on yourself and make excuses for all this other stuff that's going on when really the same stuff is happening to everybody? Or are you in a sense going to just kind of suck it up, put your head down, get to work, grind? Um, you know, if, if there's something that you want, you got to go take it. Life's not just going to give it to you. Um, different people are dealt different cards and it's what you do with those cards, um, at the end of the day that will determine what you want to do with your life. And I, he said, uh, uh, C bum, Chris bum said he, uh, there was a video you probably had seen it. Um, he was at some event, like an expo or something like that. And this guy came up to him and was talking to him and said he had some kind of competition and was telling him, you know, oh, did you see me on stage? Did you see me on stage? I should have had it, blah, blah, blah. And Chris Bum said it's like as that elite level competitor, and he was saying at this age and in, in competing and for how long I've been doing it, it's like I was just brutally honest with the guy. And he said, if you should have had it, then you should have had it. It's like should have, would have, could have. Like if you want it, you have to go take it there's there's no you know on the on on meat day the barbell doesn't lie it's whoever lifts lifts um and at the end of the day it's about how much work you're willing to put into it yeah i i agree i think 
one of the biggest things too, is just kind of checking the root cause of why you might be worrying about, about something or like worrying about elements. Like with me, you know, a lot of times when I try to go run, I think like on Wednesday, I had a cardio day and I wanted to stop like halfway through because of that cold I was telling you guys about. And I just decided, Hey, you know, I, I just got to keep pushing through this. You know, I can use the cold, having a cold as an excuse today. I ended up, it wasn't as good on Wednesday. I didn't go as far. So I did a little bit of cardio today and it was 103 degrees. And I was like, Oh, it's too hot. I can go later. But I knew I had this later. And I knew after this, I had some stuff to do. So a lot of times what it really comes down to with those excuses is I just didn't really want to run. And, you know, that's understandable. A lot of powerlifters don't love running, including me, you know, it just builds a lot of discipline. It builds a lot of character and it, it helps you in the powerlifting game and whether you think so or not. And I think a lot of times that's what the excuse is. It's just, you don't want to do it. And there's going to be a lot of things in life you don't want to do. And sometimes, you know, if it gets to a point where you really hate it day in and day out, like a sport, then yeah, maybe you should stop. But there are also a lot of times where you have to just put your head down and, and get after it and just say, okay, I don't want to do it, but I'm not going to use the elements as an excuse. I'm not going to use the fact that I'm not feeling well as an excuse. And I think a lot of people try to place those barriers on themselves. And that's why they have that mindset later on where they say should have put a wood up. For sure. For sure. And always, you know, like Clark just said, um, that that kind of day in day out process if if you truly do hate that day in day out process of what you're doing then maybe the the end goal of what you're trying to do isn't quite right for you, you try to find something different um whatever that is like i tell our football guys all the time if you hate coming to practice every single day why are you wasting your time coming out here go enjoy doing something that you want go work go make money um, get better at a different sport. Like I'm also your strength and conditioning sport. You don't have to just lift for football. I can make you a better basketball player. We can train a little bit more specific for that. If you don't want to play football or baseball or whatever that is. So you, you do have to fall in love with the process, the day in and day out grind. There's going to be days that you don't want to do it. There's going to be an end result that you want. And there's going to be little little details along the way that you're not going to want to do that you have to do us creating this STG business stuff. I hate the legal side of it. It sucks. It's annoying doing all the, the there's certain stuff going on right now. That's really annoying with all that. Um, just trying to grow the business and change business structures and change programming and the th different things that you have to do. The end result is what we want and you have to be willing to, go through the things that you don't want to do. Yeah. I think the greatest thing, something we've talked about in a previous podcast episode is kind of having perspective. Like I know Jesse literally just mentioned, like if you don't like what you're doing, like you need to find an alternative. Like you have to care. You've got one life to live. Like you got to carry out with your greatest passions. Um, I think a big thing too, is also having that perspective is like, do you actually want it or do you want to want it? Where like, are you chasing this? Is this something that like you actually want to achieve or is this something you're doing because you want to get some clout? You want to get some attention. You want like X, other X, Y, and Z variables. Um, I think another great person to look at when you're talking about who actually wants it. Um, you know, Jesse and I were kind of DMing about this the other day is like you're watch If you watch Russ Swole, he's in the middle of his nationals prep right now and he's dealing with an injury. Like, and I understand the type of injury he has. Like 
it, I can guarantee you it's an excruciating pain that he's working through. Um, but this man is flying people out to his gym to hype him up and get him ready to go. And he just nailed like a 705 squat the other day. Like seeing that type of stuff, like it, it gets me fired up because like, I already know like what I'm trying to achieve is like something I am just like completely dialed in on, but to see someone else doing it as well, um, just kind of ignites that fire a little bit. And I think that also goes down to, you know, are you going to allow those distractions to, you know, get in the way of what you're trying to achieve? And I think a lot of that boils down to, do you actually want it or do you want to want it? Yeah. I kind of like how you brought up social media, like not just, you know, us three or people that we lift with whatever or not, or some of the different athletes that we have, you know, somebody that supports a lot like Jacob Johnson, Chris Moore, um, Chris Platero, um, Dylan Holloman, like all those guys are working hard and it's important just in general, the group that you physically surround yourself with and also social medias and everybody's lives. It's important to what you consume as well. What are you watching? Are you watching those things that are going to pick you up and push you to do better as well? Yeah. I really, I really like what you guys are saying just about, you know, sometimes you have to almost embrace the, the suck and work through the bad parts to get the end result. Like Grant, do you like when for powerlifting workouts, do you like the 12 to 15 rep days at the beginning of the program? No shot. Yeah. Unless even if it's arms, like and on bench press, it's like, no one likes to see, I mean, Grant's probably more than this, but no one likes to see 145 on the bar for bench press. Like it's, especially if you're a power lifter. So like the 12 to 15 rep days are always those days right at the beginning of the program where it's almost like you have to just push through these. So then we'll eventually get the five reps and three reps and two reps and one rep. But it's almost like, and I'm sure Grant can attest to this too. It's like when it first starts, it's kind of like, Ugh. But then when you're like to week two, week three, week four, and you understand like, okay, I'm seeing myself get bigger and I'm seeing myself in this hypertrophy phase, like getting stronger, but I can't see it necessarily because I'm not doing heavy singles. But then once you get to the heavy singles, you think back to those 12 to 15 rep days. And then when you go into the next program, you're like, okay, maybe I shouldn't hate these as much because they're actually helping. And I think a lot of times in life, we try to we try to like just speed past the process that is getting you better. And we don't, we fail to pay attention to the details and we fail to recognize that this is where we're really being made. And then the two, three rep days is just polishing off, putting the icing on the cake that we work for. And I think if you can really tune into those days that aren't as fun and more of the mundane, like put parts where you just have to grind and work hard and you can really lock in and appreciate and understand those that's how you get even better. And that's what separates Russ Swole from, you know, just the average power lifter out of me. And kind of the, the word that you said there, mundane, it's like, there's a lot of people out there that are looking for, you know, the secret to success or the secret to getting, breaking through this plateau or whatever it is, the secret sauce, whatever. Um, but it, it is that mundane process doing the same thing day in and day out and falling in love with that. There's going to be ups and downs, but the more that you can stick to our favorite word consistency and doing the little details um, in your programming in life, going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time, hydrating, 
um, eating right, all the mental health aspect um, of everything, it all plays a part into being as successful as you want to be. Absolutely. And I, I always think like if Michael Jordan were like in the, if he were playing in the time of like the social media era, era, like how I'm always just curious, like how consistent he would have been on social media or like kind of promoting his brand while he was in the middle of the greatest of all time type of career. Um, Because, you know, I look at a lot, like I look at all of our athletes and like, I look at us and it's like, none of us are just sole fitness influencers. Like we are all achieving just very big things in life. Like for instance, you know, Clark is in a doctorate program right now. Jesse is a full-time coach um, at a high school and then also having clients online as well. Um, you know, you look at Dylan, like I just saw he logged like 82 hours of work this past week. You look at like Chris Moore, who's grinding his butt off, like Jacob Johnson, who's going through school and like going through all this stuff with the church. And then it's like, I'm also working 55, 60 hours a week. Um, but we're finally like, you always see those posts. It's like, Hey, sorry, I've been inactive, but like, I've been in grind mode lately. And like, that's the type of stuff. Like I love to see it's like, although, you know, we're not on social media all the time. And like, I acknowledge the fact that I've had to kind of take my foot off the gas pedal a little bit with the apparel with STG for the time being, because I have some big goals that I'm trying to achieve at the moment, but you can bet like the second the nationals is over, like we're going to have some insane drops coming up. But uh, at the same time, it's like, it's what, what you see is not always what's going on. It's like that iceberg. Like you never know what's going on under that water. Like for us, I mean, it's all the work we're putting in. In and, out, in and outside the gym, whether it's our professional careers or not. Um, and I think it's, it's the same thing. It's just like always finding that reason to continue to keep grinding and keep pushing towards those goals and keeping that clear mindset. For sure. Yeah. I think, I think that's a good transition. Just, you know, we've talked about a lot of the mindset and just tuning out the, the distractions and not worrying about the elements. I think now we should move on and, you know, talk about more about staying positive because, Obviously, it's easy to say, like, you know, we've talked about it in at nauseum in this podcast about, oh, like, when you don't have a good day, stay positive. And when you're not getting this number, stay positive. So I don't really necessarily want to go down that route, but more of just like in everyday life, maybe outside of the gym and how that translates. And me, for example, like, like Grant said, I'm in a doctorate program that requires a lot of hard work. And there's a lot of assignments that we do, which, you know, none of my teachers are probably listening. So I can say this, but they're not the best. Like they're not the most fun. You know, some of them make sense. Some of them are, I like, but a lot of the assignments, not the tests or the practicals, but the assignments are kind of like, I can maybe see the point in them, but at the same time, they're just kind of busy work sometimes. But again, what we talked about, about falling in love with the process and in appreciating those things is what I've been trying to put my spin, like I've been trying to put that spin on it. And that's helped a lot. And I think because you have that positive attitude about, you know, things in life that translates more to lifting, you know, now that I'm doing that more, you know, with relationships, you know, if somebody says something to you, you don't love instead of, you know, being upset about it and letting that bad five seconds affect the rest of your day, thinking more of like, oh, maybe they're having a bad day. We don't know what's going on under the hood and what's going on in their life. And then next time you see him, usually it was just like, oh, my bad, man, I was having a bad day or whatever. Oh, my bad, man. Like, 
I just, my head was all over the place and, and it's fine. And, and I've overthought it. And, you know, you, why ruin your day because of that? And if you have those positive mindsets, then you kind of can forget about that and then get in the gym and do well. And, and you have a good lift rather than somebody makes an off the wall comment, you get upset, you go into the gym and you can't even lift 220 on, on the squat. So I guess, um, I, I don't know what your guys' views are about that and like what you guys do to stay positive and, and everything. And I'm, I'm not trying to sound like an expert because this is something I try to work on every day too. I think for me, um, I try to attack every single day with as much positivity as I can. Um, you know, I, I wake up and I, I acknowledge my blessings and just like how great of a position I'm in at the moment. Um, and I, and I understand that not everybody's dealt the same cards. You know, I, I talk to a lot of people at work and, you know, kind of asking how their day's at, how their day's going. And they're like, eh, I'm here, you know, you know, whatever, like my day has been all right and stuff like that. And I really do try to make it a point to make someone smile every single day. Like I try to em like emulate what STG stands for, make someone smile today and do something great today. Um, I think that, I mean, that's just, that's honestly what I just try to carry out day in and day out. Like I want to be remembered, not for like what I said to people, but for how I made people feel. And I think that's exactly how God would want someone um, trying to make others feel as well, because, you know, I, I actively understand that not everybody is living their idealistic life. Not everybody's in the best position. Um, but if you can take that time to, you know, make someone smile, like ask them like what their dreams and goals are, like try to like motivate them to chase, like what they're ultimately trying to achieve. Um, you know, I, I consider my job being done on this, my, and my purpose being done on this earth. And, um, I, just, I really just try to carry that day in and day out. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, just, I don't know, especially if there's at least something in your day that you can go out and do and enjoy, I think makes it a lot easier. So, I mean, just like we had said previously, if what you're doing is truly a struggle and you don't like it, try to find something different. I understand sometimes you got to, whatever job that you've got, you got to pay the bills at the end of the day. Um, but the, you do have a decision in what you're doing to pay those bills. You can find a different job. You can find someplace else, not saying that it's easy by any means, but um, I mean, I really do love coaching, whether whatever age it is. Um, the, the kids that I work with, they walk in at 6.30 in the morning. They're tired. They don't always want to be there. But halfway through that workout, they're feeling good. We're blasting music. We're having a good time. We're getting stronger. Um, you know, a few months ago, some of those kids that first started lifting, they had a tough time walking into that weight room. And now, for the most part, they walk in, they get to work, and they enjoy it. And I enjoy seeing them enjoy it. Um, I enjoy seeing, you know, out of all the online clients that um, I have, it's like, I enjoy them seeing progress, no matter what that is, whether weight, weight is getting easier, they're losing weight, they're gaining weight, whatever happens. Um, even, even if maybe weight doesn't move the way that they want it to, but they, they understand the process of there are days like this that just happen. And you kind of just got to roll with it and move on to the next day and get back to work. 
Yeah. And, and what you're saying is going back to kind of like a positive culture. And I'm sure you cultivate that in the weight room and that helps kids get up and get ready to lift a lot more too. And um, from a reliable source, I haven't vetted the actual article or the actual study. I haven't looked into that. I was actually planning to do that later, but somebody that I'm very close to that I'm friends with and, and, you know, I trust them told me that they saw this study online and, you know, a lot of people in this day and age with social media and phones and, you know, in an area where like trying to advance and trying to get better and trying to be the best is more prevalent than ever in the workplace or at school or in the gym or whatever. And there's a lot of gossiping that's going on and a lot of, you know, talking behind the back and comparing yourself to others and, trying to worry about what everyone else is doing and matching that and being better than that and worrying about stuff like that and having like literally speaking negative attitudes to others, even if you're venting has been tested and researched that you actually lose energy and it actually like makes you more tired. Again, I haven't double checked into this. I'll have to do that later. But the person that told me again, I trust them. Um, so like my thought is, you know, not that I do, do this much, but every once in a while I'll fall victim to, to doing something like that. And I just have to kind of stay in my, in my element and think, Hey, you know, why lose energy when literally talking about all that and thinking all that gets you nowhere. You can only control yourself and what you're doing. So why have that negative attitude and those negative viewpoints when it's literally wasting energy? And especially if it's before I lift or before I study, it's like, I can be using this extra energy to get more weight up and, and study more. And a lot of times I just have to, you know, take a step back and think, okay, why am I thinking this in my head? What's the root of this? And, and a lot of times it's just, I'm unhappy with where I'm at and I'm unhappy with the numbers I'm putting up or, or the grade I got in the exam. And the only way you can fix that is by grinding and, and getting better and, you know, not, not forgetting about all your hobbies and everything, but, but locking in a little bit more. And I think the three of us all do a really good job of that. And I know that's something that, that I used to struggle with and I'm not saying I don't anymore, but it's way better than it was say sophomore year of college. Yeah. I think I something agree. that I've done to combat something like that. And I learned this like on a mission trip is the very first time I heard of this was my eighth grade going into freshman year. Um, I went on a mission trip to Hastings, Michigan, and uh, every single day we'd sit down for lunch and we would talk about like our God sightings for the day. Um, and at first I was like, God sightings, like, are we looking for like the boards we're building this deck with? to just like magically like lift up and like put themselves in place and stuff. I was, it's my young self thinking, but ultimately as the week progressed, it was more or less just looking for those small things that like God's doing, like God's working in mis like in those mysterious ways. And a big thing that like I picked up on was just like people's attitudes. Um, when we had first gotten to our residence um, house that we were going to fix his deck for, um, he was very cold. He did not want us around nothing like that. And he, I don't think he was very understanding of like why we'd even like sign up for a week to volunteer to, you know, help him out. And as the week had gone on, um, you know, he didn't communicate with us at all the first two days, but at, like the Wednesday through Friday, like he started to open up and he started to like one night he bought us like all ice cream treats, like hung outside with us. And by the time Friday came, he was in tears of the project that we had done and completed and just like so thankful for us having that grace with him and, you know, showing God's love. And, um, you know, it's, it's moments like those, um, you know, you look at and it's 
the, the small things in life on your day to day. Like it's so easy to get caught up in the negativity on social media. It's so easy to get caught up in the gossip. It's so easy to, you know, get mad about, you know, being stuck in traffic or whatever, but at hindsight, like you also have to kind of look at, you know, why is God putting you in that situation? Like, is he trying to show you something? Is he trying to enlighten you on, you know, having some more patience or, you know, maybe waving to someone who lets you into the lane next to you. Um, I really do think paying attention to those small things, the small positive things that God's doing um, can ultimately deter you from looking at that negativity and letting that affect your energy. Yeah, I, that was well said. I agree. Totally. Yeah. No, I, I like that. I think that's, that's really good. And that that's something, you know, I got to try more too, but yeah, well, we got about four minutes left and left on the podcast. So I guess with, you know, those two topics in mind, you either, you guys have anything else to add? Keep grinding. Keep grinding. Keep that positive mindset. Look for the small things that God's doing in your life. Yeah. Go after yeah, those think- goals. Like, I, I'm sorry. The last, the last year of my life, like has been just taking risks. Like honestly, just full send mode. And I've learned so much. I've grown so much and I'm so proud of that. Um, and if I have anything to offer to anybody else is take that risk, you know, put yourself out there, put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. Um, you never know what's going to come of it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think staying positive and, and, you know, just putting the head down is, is an advantage a lot of times. And, and like I said, in this society, any advantage you can get, to, to beat out your opponent that's that's not putting anyone down and stumbling over people is is useful especially when you're competing at a high level um but i think i think we're going to wrap it up there um thank you for joining us and we will see you in two weeks on the stg pod see ya see ya